Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If there's anything true in life, it is that hindsight often puts our past assumptions into a light that shows how bad or off-base they really were. This hindsight is fueled often by, well, people disappointing us. But all too often, we get so jaded with people that they no longer can disappoint us to any real extent. For most of us who either pay too much attention to the mess in the church, or those of us who have had our fill of modernist nonsense are rather harder to disappoint, and that our expectations have been so low for so long now, that really disappointment is our standard starting position when looking at anything going on in the church today. But I bring up disappointment because I remember reading old articles and watching old Catholic news footage about who the successor of Benedict XVI might be in the dark days of the Interregnum in 2013. And one name came up a few times. Cardinal Schonborn, the Austrian figure who had been likened to being similar to Benedict XVI in outlook and approach to the faith. Time has, well, dispelled us of such notions now, and there is no better example of what I mean by that statement than the recent blasphemous charity concert the Cardinal held in his cathedral in Vienna. Something that Benedict XVI, regardless of what you might think of him, probably would not have done himself. Every year for at, last, at least the last three years now, Cardinal Schonborn has permitted his cathedral to be defiled by hosting a charity concert to address pro-acronym groups of the James Martin variety and their special concern, AIDS and HIV, through a charity fundraising concert, again, in his cathedral. This has, as can be expected, sparked outrage by, well, anyone with a Catholic conscience, really, for cathedral is not the place for this sort of thing. We can argue about whether it's appropriate to have these sorts of charity concerts on church property at all, and I'm sure there might be some arguments for charity and witness and all that to suggest that Catholics maybe should fundraise for these things, though I'm skeptical of that approach, but it should go without further argument that a cathedral isn't a place for this at all. Yet here we are, with Vienna's Cardinal, Archbishop, and Vatican Insider giving the stamp of approval to a display that can only be described as the kind of bridge-building exercise that Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church would approve of. In attendance was the Eurovision singer that you've probably seen pictures of on Facebook. You know, that famous bearded singer in a modern ballroom gown, as well as other activists for the James Martin lifestyle. All this should have set off alarm bells at Cardinal Schonborn's heart, as this clearly defies the sense of faith of any Catholic. But, well, I, I'm going to let Cardinal Schonborn's own words speak for themselves. Quote, According to Cath Press, Cardinal Schonborn thanked everyone for having a big heart and not forgetting the people who need our help. He also stressed that he did not only want to welcome the participants and visitors of the charity evening as guests, saying, You should know that we are all at home in this cathedral. It is the roof over the soul, which is expressed in these stones and which we need so much. The theme of the evening's music was Longing for Angels. Kessler, one of the organizers, said that in dealing with HIV and AIDS, everyone can be an angel. He added that angels are also door openers for all who far are far away from the church because angels have no fear of contact. They do not judge according to life and situations or religion. They are a symbol of solidarity. End quote. 
Angels don't judge, huh? I'll take the message of the Angel of Fatima far more seriously than this guy who is a close, uh, well, close ally of Cardinal Seanborn's. Because, well, angels do, in fact, bring dire warnings about moral depravity and its consequences to the world. But Fatima is another topic for another time. Archbishop Vigano wrote a letter to Alexander Shugel, and I am probably pronouncing his name wrong, my apologies to him, who had himself been organizing a campaign of rosaries being prayed outside the cathedral that was and eventually did host this horror show. Vigano's letter is short and follows, though I'll be replacing any flagged words with my own language in order to avoid trouble should they show up. Quote, Dear Alexander, Dear faithful gathered in prayer for the recitation of the rosary outside St. Stephen's Cathedral in Vienna, may the Lord Jesus and the Virgin Mary be with you. We have seen idolatry penetrate the temple of God and claim adoration for itself due exclusively to the living and true God. Statuettes, identified as Pacamama idol, were carried processionally. Dear Alexander has remembered the warning of the jealous God, jealous because a friend of man, of his eternal truth, and his destiny of glory. That warning echoes in the pages of revealed scripture, which everyone should fill with sacred tremor. You will tear down their altars, you will break their stella, you will burn their idols in the fire. See Deuteronomy chapter 7 and chapter 5. You will drown them in the waters of the Tiber. Because I am an abomination to the Lord your God, you will not bring this abomination into your house. St. Paul teaches us that man falls into the, idol into the idolatrous when, having become incredulous and apostate, he despises the knowledge of God and insists on his refusal to glorify it, he who made the world and all that it contains, who is Lord of heaven and earth, he who gives everyone life and breath to everything, the one in whom we live, we move, and exist, the one of whom we are the lineage. See Acts. Idolatry stifles truth and injustice and darkens the mind and perverts judgment. Then man, at the mercy of the tyranny of his infamous passions and of his vagabond cravings, abandons himself to every form of perversion and impurity, so as to dishonor his own body, since he changed the truth of God by lying, and has the creature venerated and adored instead of the Creator, who is blessed over the centuries. See, chapter, see Romans chapter 2, verse 25. Once again, Vienna, the glorious capital that was able to resist with the weapons of light and faith to the advance of the Ottoman horde, suffers, appalled and shocked, Yet another homoerotic and blasphemous provocation. On the professorship of Santo Stefano, James Martin Brigade and other similar kinds of activists performed from the Catholic Church who should instead receive the announcement of the liberating truth of Christ and the gift of saving love, freely offered to all of those who, from the depths of their wounds and of their own repentance, they dare to recognize themselves in the need of salvation. I wholeheartedly associate myself with the small flock, which perhaps remained without a shepherd, but called to gather in the heart of the Immaculate, to implore from God through the repertory prayer of the Holy Rosary, God's forgiveness for the offenses and the outrages perpetrated. The enormity of the scandals will never diminish the power of the Lord. Therefore, we have no reason to lose courage or trust. Faced with its sinister vision of a church that seems to want to rebuild itself against the faith and against the truth of the human person, which supports and promotes what degrades life and procures the loss of souls, we want to double the faith and pray without ever tiring to the Immaculate Mother of God and our True Mother. Vitam presta purum, iter paratutum, ut vindendes iese semper colatumer. By teaching us to look at Jesus, the Virgin Mary enables us to preserve in the to persevere in the faith as Ossies ordained an array of militant, suffering, and triumphant souls, united to affirm the honor of the Church, the glory of God, and the good of souls. Enrollment is open. 
As we prepare to cross the threshold of a new liturgical year, St. Bernard puts the words of our unshakable hope, of our certain faith into our hearts and on our lips, while our hearts open to the ardor of charity of Christ, unique remedies against advancing iniquity. From now on, we celebrate with all our heart the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He came not only to us, but to us. The greatness of the grace he has given us shows what the need was for our need. We judge the the gravity of our illness by how much it costs to heal it. The coming of the Savior is therefore necessary. The state in which men are made makes its presence indispensable. So let the Savior come soon. Signed, Carlo Maria Vigano, titular Archbishop of Opania. Yes, Vigano has been writing a lot lately, and that's fine. And he's right about this advancing iniquity. I would be amazed at the brazen nature of this and similar displays by the likes of Martin and Seanborn, but, and here's the rub, the data actually shows that Catholics support the normalization of the San Francisco lifestyle, and that those of us with the actually Catholic view of things are in the minority, sometimes the extreme minority on these issues. That's a bitter pill to swallow for most of us, to be sure, but it isn't really that surprising either. We live in dark times, and the language of the, of the remnant holding to the faith comes to mind here. And frankly, this kind of display has almost become routine at this point. As far as I'm aware, Sean Bourne hasn't even expressed a half-hearted, backhanded apology for causing scandal. So much for the theory that he was essentially a Pope Benedict Seventeenth. Then again, we should, be, should we really expect much from the conservative wing of the Vatican II revolutionary movement? I don't actually think so. But let me know what you think of all this in the comments below. One thing is certain, I expect to see more and more normalization of the James Martin agenda going forward into the future. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.